0: dice and drawing cards to solving puzzles and opening locks. For
1: beginners who are new to games as well as experienced players who want
0: something new. Let us take you through the exciting world of gaming and help you design a great gaming get-together.
1: We're your hosts Lauren and Greg and Friday is game night.
0: Happy Friday everyone and welcome to a special episode for Friday's game night our tabletop day episode. (laughs) Yeah we didn't
1: quite tabletop day came a little bit
0: at a weird time
1: where we couldn't make it into our last episode, but we've decided to do an a special little mini episode for it.
0: I have promised. I have delivered. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we would share our experiences with mm-hmm. tabletop day. Prove to you that we did our homework yeah for the uh, tabletop day which was the last saturday of april Mm -hmm. and uh if you missed it this year then you know they'll probably do it next year i mean this was the seventh or eighth year in a row that they've done it wow yeah it's kind of becoming a thing like yeah definitely
1: it's yeah and i think more and more places are taking part in it Mm -hmm. Uh, more and more people are taking part in it it's definitely it is definitely an international event i was you know looking on social media and stuff and there were you know all people from all different countries you know it was funny because i kept seeing stuff early and i'm like it's tomorrow and then i'm like oh it's already tomorrow where they are like that's why it snuck up on us (laughs) yeah Yeah. it did it did kind of sneak up on us yeah the
0: same time my work week was crawling i'm like i can't wait i can't wait
1: (laughs) but um so we did we actually um did a repeat this year. Um, Last year we had taken a chance and we went to a game store we had never been to before.
0: Just we had heard good things. Yeah,
1: we knew that they uh, they were on the list of being a place that was open for open play during tabletop day. So we were like, oh, well, we're not too happy with our current game store, so we're going to go down there. And that's uh, SoCal Games and Comics in Temecula, California.
0: Yeah. And also we had heard they had a much bigger space too. Yeah. Because the other one that we, that we used to go to, right down the street from my childhood home actually, even, <laughs> uh, is very small. It's essentially like two pizza huts put together, like in terms of the space, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the, that game store has um, a little bit bigger area for game sales. Whereas SoCal Games and Comics, they have a really good selection at SoCal Games and Comics, but they, they are splitting between their comic sales and their game sales.
0: But what I like is they have a massive section in the middle of the store. For play. Four or five really long sets of tables yeah. for play. Like, I think you could easily fit, like four to five dozen people. Yeah, it's
1: it's a big area and it's very much devoted to the play, which is interesting because it is a store, mm-hmm. but it's really devoted to the play.
0: And I like how they have a section in there, not just for tabletop day, for, for all year round of a demo section. Of, it's not every single game on their shelves, no. but they have a few games that they might be selling still that like, hey, do you like this? Or you think you maybe would like this? Uh-huh. Try it first, or at least open the box, take a look at all the parts and read the instructions. Yeah. And if you really like it, buy it. If not, mm-hmm. then hey, you gave it a try. Yeah. So it's like it's like a test drive.
1: Yeah, and it worked out good for us because there was a game that we were on the fence about, and it helped us decide.
0: There you go. Right? <laughs> so let's talk about the actual tabletop day experience for us. Mm-hmm. So we got in there, and we were, we were able to find a space. Yeah. To set up our games, you know? And yeah, I was inviting people over to play. Very first person I hooked was a little girl of about 10. <laughs> well, don't, don't
1: put it that way. He didn't hook a little girl. <laughs> a little girl was watching us unpack, and we asked yes. if she wanted to play with us, and she said yes. And she ended up actually playing several games with us. Yeah. Her name was Elsie, and apparently uh, her mom worked for the store. So she, she knew a lot about games.
0: So she was like, is this like Ascension? Yes, I'm in. <laughs> you know, yeah, she, she, she picked up games really quick. She was
1: picking it up really quick.
0: Clearly her upbringing included games
1: yeah she's being raised right she's being raised right
0: (laughs) that's the way to do it right we need to go talk to her mom to get parenting tips for a couple years if we decide
1: to (laughs) um so what was the first game we played
0: uh if i recall correctly i mean i don't remember i have really bad memory for putting things in order mm-hmm. I can remember things that happened but like in order uh, you know but um, if I recall correctly I think the first thing that we played was um, On Her Majesty's Service yeah which is a
1: game we brought because they also let you bring your own games
0: too mm-hmm. and this is a game that I don't think I've ever seen in stores really I got it as a birthday gift
1: you got it to, we ha- I think we did see it in a store once well but you yeah. had to
0: because you had to buy it yeah but,
1: well know. yeah I think we bought it online but I think I had seen it and been looking at it before mm-hmm. on a store before we got it for. I birthday.
0: personally have never seen it in a store but and it's a big box too. It's a
1: big box, yeah, and it's
0: got like a lot of pieces and puzzles to it. But um yeah, it's it's cool. It's got a bunch of cogs, almost like you're inside of a giant clock, and those all turn on the board. And they have uh-huh. like little grooves they fit into, so it's very fun and it's a very cool looking game to look at.
1: Yeah, it was definitely catching a lot of attention. Yeah, people there were, were walking people... by going,
0: "Ooh, what is this?" Yeah, there
1: were people walking by rubbernecking for sure. Yeah, and it's like, dude sit down relax, yeah you know? so and we did um somebody else came along and he also sat down and played with us but <laughs> yeah so we had
0: we had four players you know it, it was it was good practice for me too because it's been a while since i've had to explain the rules to a game to new people
1: yeah and that one we haven't played very much so it was kind of and so
0: it was kind of like it's one of those games that does have like a big rule book the mm-hmm. rule book is like 10 pages long and it's got like a lot of like Explanation and text and all well, that. Well, and the it also rules.
1: it also has a lot of its own unique mechanics mm-hmm. too, which can kind of like you you have to like oh okay this isn't necessarily like a bunch of other games.
0: But uh, it was good because it let me practice the whole how do you explain this in a way that's simple and easy and people can still pick up and have fun with yeah. you know and also you kind of have to critically think, what rules can we explain as we go along versus yeah. what do I have to absolutely have to dump on you in the beginning? Uh-huh. The only problem I have with that game that I realized this time was that there is no card that like you can keep as a handy reference for what are my options for my turn. Because yeah. this is one of those games where you have X amount of turns mm-hmm. or actions you can do, and then you can choose from your list of what to do.
1: I also noticed it was hard because you also have kind of these, like, and they're not necessarily good or bad, but you have these other miniatures that have a special power, and when you do something, they will come into play, and they will go out of play. And, and it's you like wait, which one hard, is yeah. You were having a hard time because it, it was kind of like the the first one that comes into play is like the next one that goes out or something. Like, uh, and you, I could tell you were having a hard time keeping I, track. I like and, the way they set
0: up on the board, but that doesn't make sense as easily in my head because yeah. it's, each one takes a corner. You have to go clockwise. Yeah. But I was still having a puzzle. So I gotta find another way to do that easier. Yeah, anymore. yeah. But uh, anyways. So we played that one um, Mm. and I believe uh, our youngest player, Elsie, won that one. And it was good for her, you know, she beat a bunch (laughs) of adults who know what they're doing. Way to go, kid, you know. (laughs) Um, After that, we played a game of Clank, the one that we were introduced to last year yeah. tabletop.
1: Well, actually, I think after that we played some filler games.
0: That's right, we did. We yeah, did Yeah, we of played.
1: Um, we actually played a couple of her games. She had um, Simon's Cat, which she taught us. I how did to not play. know they did
0: a game for that. Yeah, based we upon love on the Simon's popular Cat. YouTube little series.
1: Yeah, it's based on a, a like kind of like a little drawn comic that's on YouTube. It's really popular. It's like the
0: new Garfield, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, um, and he, it, it's it's a little card game. It was actually I had kind of seen it, but I figured you know tie-in games tend to. Suck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and so I wasn't too sure about it. But um, it was actually a fun little filler game. It was like Uno. Yeah.
0: Just like not as complicated, I got the mm-hmm. sense, you know. But still, it was fun.
1: Yeah. And then she also had a dice game called Chupacabra. Oh,
0: that was actually interesting. Mm-hmm. So the Chupacabra game, it's like everybody gets, I think, six dice. And it has little red demon Chupacabra eyes on it. Uh-huh. On just one side. Another side has a single chicken. One side has, like, two chickens, one's a goat, and one's a bull. Yeah. And you have to, like, roll your dice and group your like items together. Mm-hmm. And then apparently, like, I can't explain it quite as well, because I'd only played it the one time, yeah. and I got eliminated fast. Yeah, he but, was the
1: first one out. <laughs> like, within,
0: like, three turns, I'm like, yeah. and I'm done. But it's like, you use your chupacabras to eat, like, X number of chickens versus Y number of goats or yeah. Z number. Yeah, of- it's
1: weird because it, it works in herds. It's not a one-to-one yeah, ratio. No. And it's like, you know, okay... One chupacabra can take down one goat, but it can't take down a whole herd of goats by itself. And, and the goats
0: will stay together because safety numbers.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's it's kind of like... And if you have, like, two chupacabras, they can take down a bull, but they can't take down a whole group of bulls. Yeah. So,
0: so what was interesting, though, is... So I got eliminated, and I'm like, mm. well... I kind of did want it because while I was setting up the other games, you were walking around the store. Yeah. So I was like, I want to walk around the store and see what we have here. Yeah, cause
1: because
0: they were having a 15% off sale. They were having a 15% off all board games sale. I'm yeah. like, I need to go see like what needs to be bought today mm-hmm. because i'm leaving the store with at least plus one games than i came in with <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was my like in my head goal uh-huh and so i'm walking around kind of like looking around and also talking to the owner who we're kind of friendly with. she actually knows us on first name basis uh-huh. so it's like hey you know yeah. we had been there like six months and she goes greg lauren <laughs> and i'm like oh you remember good job
1: <laughs> well we were also wa- wearing our friday's game night yeah. shirts <laughs>
0: and she really wanted one so know yeah. a friday game night shirt's now available <laughs> yeah <laughs> um But yeah, and then I come back, and you have one dice left. Mm -hmm, And you're like, oh man, I'm just holding out, holding out. And then someone says, no, there's a rule. If you have one dice left, and you roll a chupacabra, like that counts as in a massive herd of chupacabras that can take out one group. And you're like, oh, I'm back in this. So you like tore, and like... Clawed away from the bottom to victory. Yeah,
1: it was kind of funny because I kept like, and what's funny is we didn't know about this rule, and I'd already was had been down to one dice for like a couple rounds, mm-hmm. and I kept rolling a chupacabra, and so I kept teasing him that eventually. You're going to roll just one chicken. And then you'll build your way. slowly. And I'll get that chicken. And I said, I'm going to take you down one chicken at a time, dude.
0: Lauren is seriously, like, supernaturally gifted with rolling dice. <laughs> she yeah, always rolls why. exactly what she needs whenever <laughs> she needs it. I've never seen her roll a one in D&D when it, like, really mattered. Yeah. Like, you've rolled really ones for, like, little things that don't matter. Like, oh, I messed up that conversation with the dude. But, like, if it's, like, life or death, you're, like, eh, that's 20. <laughs> you are really good at that. Yeah. So, yeah, you're... you're um. Like a clinch hitter, you know, kind of thing, you know. <laughs> so we played that. We played clank.
1: Clank, yeah, which was which was fun because that was kind of full circle as well because we actually were introduced to clank last. International Tabletop. We day. thought it
0: good to pass on that. Yeah,
1: part. and it, it was what convinced us to buy the game, so mm-hmm. yeah. it was fun. To, and that was another one, because um they don't sell Clank at that store either, and there were a lot of people walking by like going like, what are you
0: playing? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, That was fun. I don't recall who won that. I think you did, but I I think remember. I did, yeah. Lauren usually beats me in games. I have fun playing, but she <laughs> usually wins, so I'm okay with that. I've learned it to was, accept that as my lot.
1: It was actually fun for me, because we were because playing. Because you won, yeah. No. Okay. Because we were playing with a little girl who she was a little girl but she was um definitely really good at games and she this little girl was hoarding all the money
0: oh i was little of looking over like where did all the money go i need to get to- yeah oh she has all of it. i know
1: she's a little miss money bags um but I because i told her it was worth points
0: and she's just like i got it like, yeah
1: um but because uh, like when we were playing with her and then even when we were playing with the other guy before um because they were new to all the games we were introducing them to i'm like okay i'm not gonna play super aggressively I'm going to just take my time and do, and so I, I was, playing I was aggressively. so I was like doing things that I normally wouldn't. I was taking chances that I normally wouldn't because I wasn't so, t- I wasn't really concerned about winning or not mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, well, you know, if, if I win, like I win, but if not, like they'll win and it'll be good. Yeah. So like, I was just like, oh, okay. I'll like, I'll buy this thing that normally I'd be like, no, I won't buy that because I, sh- I should buy the safe thing or no, I don't, I shouldn't clank because then I'll get low in health. I was just like, oh, well, I clanked, oh well, you know. So yeah, it it worked, it was kind of interesting. I was not playing my normal game. You like
0: zipped right down to the bottom of the dungeon, grabbed the two most valuable things and got right out. And we were (laughs) like, we haven't even made it past the like middle of the board yet. How'd you get down there?
1: I found like this one little pocket where I just kept going around in a circle until I had everything and then I jetted back out.
0: It was insanity, (laughs) it was really interesting. But uh, it was also the first time we played on that map. Because Plank yeah. is really interesting. The game itself comes with a board that's dual sided. And each dungeon, yeah, technically has the same stuff. But the layout is just different enough that it feels like a different map. Kind of like the different maps between Ticket to Ride. Yeah. It's still technically the same game.
1: Uh-huh. But
0: like, unlike Ticket to Ride, there's nothing new necessarily on the other map. Yeah, it's just it's a just, different layout. The layout is just different enough that it matters.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm wondering, like, I'm trying to decide if one is easier than the other
0: obviously for you it is yeah
1: and what's funny is we've played i mean we haven't played Clank a lot but we've played it a couple of times and we don't consciously do it but we will realize halfway through the game oh we haven't turned over the board and played the other map like we just forget and just like we don't it's realize until it's yeah. too late and then we're like oh we should have turned it over and played the other
0: side so we finally did we finally did i yeah. actually and what's funny is that the only reason we did that is because when i unfolded the board it just naturally was on that side uh-huh. i'm like Wait, no, that's, oh, oh, yeah, let's just, okay, yeah, Yeah. finally, hey, you know, fate let us turn over the board eventually. Um, The other game that we played was Smash Up. They had a demo version there. We didn't bring that, but they had the basic eight deck set.
1: Yeah, and actually that was another one that the two other people hadn't played. Hadn't
0: played, but I heard about, and they're like, this is interesting. So, Mm -hmm. and once again, the little girl caught on really quick. Yeah,
1: she did. She was doing good.
0: She was doing pretty good, but I won that one with Mm my um what was i you were
1: like zombie oh something? zombie
0: dinosaurs Zombie dinosaurs. back from the dead
1: <laughs>
0: i i like to name the little decks because a smash-up is all about combining two different themes like pirates and ninjas and uh-huh. wizards and robots and stuff so i like to name the decks so that one i called um what it, in my head i call for some reason i thought it was clever to call it burning fuel <laughs> because like it's like gasoline Dinosaur, yeah that's like you know like that def- yeah yeah fossil fuels or something <laughs> like that you know But that would have been more for, like, Dino Robots, I think. So that doesn't make sense. Maybe just, like, Zombie Dinos. I was
1: Trickster Aliens.
0: Trickster Aliens, right. Which
1: wasn't a terrible deck. Mm -hmm. No, that's not a bad deck. You should go
0: for those kind of tricky ones
1: yeah well aliens are really good at moving stuff yeah that's why you never want to do alien pirates because they both are good at moving things mm-hmm. and so then you're just like all i can do is move stuff like i can't I've really do anything i've actually found that actually
0: is useful if you know how to work it and you get I a guess good but yeah mine was dinosaurs are all about just pure strength and numbers and zombies, and about zombies bringing, about stuff bringing stuff back, back from, from the back. discard pile so i'm like put my t-rex out that's worth it and it's like seven. Oh, okay so he's done with that base i'm gonna pull him out again and yeah you know so you're like wow he's back again yeah he sure is <laughs> he's the king after all and i heard yeah. it's good to be the king <laughs> And then uh we finished up the day by playing Letters from Whitechapel.
1: Yes, which was another it was one we took last year that apparently nobody had ever seen. Yeah. And so and it was a big hit, so we decided we had to take it back again this year.
0: And also we had to take it back because we promised, because last year the owner, this lovely woman named Rachel, she wanted to play and she was playing with us, but then I think it would happen. She like, had
1: to go to she had to start. She had her to shift. start her
0: shift or something else caught her attention where like I have to go and I I have to ban this game halfway Uh through. But thankfully, Letters from Whitechapel, it's set up in a way that if you don't have the full number of players, you kind of have to have a player double up, but it's not that much of a chore to do that. Mm -hmm. So essentially, someone just kind of like took over her pawn for her. And where you're essentially, you're trying to catch Jack the Ripper Mm -hmm. and you're the constables, you know? Yeah. So as long as you're not Jack the Ripper himself, like anyone can just like kind of drop and drop out. Yeah, Yeah. it was
1: interesting because this is, I think, the first time we've ever had a full group playing it. Yeah. Where we, no one had to double up at all. Um, Which was very nice. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's always funny because right away someone asked me, well, is this cooperative? And I was like, yes and no. It's, it's asymmetric. Yeah. Because it's essentially everybody versus the other player. Mm-hmm. So you it's everybody versus somebody who's playing Jack.
0: Yeah. I mean, in it, it, a base question like that, I think you say yes so that they get in their head. Oh, it's, uh-huh. we're working together. But then you say, but we're going to play... You know, uh, go catch Lauren. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was a fun time. Um, Yeah, we had some more people join, uh, and this teenage uh, Uh, guy—he played Jack. He played Jack, and I mean, he did pretty good for tricking. tricking Yeah, we
1: had uh, our first round. We had some hiccups, but he was still. Not only was he learning, but two of the other players were learning for the first time, Mm -hmm. and so we did catch him the first round. But then we're like, well, we'll play again, and he made it um, almost three rounds. Uh, we were on the third round when we finally caught him it's just
0: at one point because with that game you can kind of if you're really paying attention you get lucky a little bit too you can mathematically figure out down to a few spots where he could be
1: yeah because you can if you know where like one of the spots he was and how many moves he made since you can like be like okay there's three options of where he could be
0: or something like that and we took a chance i think we had like a 20 percent chance to catch him yeah and i and i advised like i would just you know you're right there it's worth a shot. Yeah. Just try resting at 183 and we got him.
1: Yeah, well, cause um what it was is we figured out his where his base was. In general. Yeah. We were, well, we, we knew, had to narrow it down we to a knew, sector. We knew the area his base was, and so we were like, wherever he is, he's headed back here. And it just happened one of our constables was there. So we told her, just keep checking these areas and say arrest here arrest here arrest here and eventually you're going to hit on her, her, his base and that's what happened yeah so she it was, finally guessed the right one it was
0: uh it was pretty satisfying yeah i must say yeah
1: <laughs> and it's funny because like i mean it seems like a lot of games and then some people might seem like it doesn't seem like a lot but we got there it, they didn't open for game playing until 12. yeah we got there maybe a couple minutes after and we still it was supposed to end at 5. We were like, we... okay,
0: we're going to leave at 5, 5.30 yeah. at the latest to pack up stuff. We'll go get dinner, and we'll fight the traffic in the way home. No, we didn't leave until like 8.
1: Yeah, we stayed way later than we planned. <laughs> we looked at our watch like,
0: whoa, it's 7.30. Yeah,
1: it's amazing how fast like it goes on mm-hmm. playing games. But we also bought some games.
0: Oh, yes. Lauren, please tell everyone the wonderful purchases that we have made.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I went in, I knew, okay, so I was on the lookout for Potion Explosion.
0: I think we mentioned that in our last episode. Yeah, so we I, had looking, been,
1: I had been kind of, I'd you know seen people playing it. I've heard about it. It looked really fun. I was really hoping that they were going to have a, a demo copy for us, but they did not. But they did have one copy on the shelf.
0: And Lauren was like, mine, yeah. before I was even done setting up the first game, she had bought it. And she's yeah. like, I'm not messing around. I'm gonna get it.
1: Yeah, and then they also had another game that I had been um, wanting for a while, and that's, you know, we're we're really big Ticket to Ride fans. And I know some people, they kind of say bad things about Ticket to Ride. I don't know why.
0: It's always- uh, Okay, I understand why it might be not your cup of tea, but I mean, you can say that for a lot of different things. I think so I think it's, it's
1: because it's very popular, and people kind of I think really hardcore board gamers now kind of like think of it as oh, Ticket to Ride. Like you mean like how we
0: would think of Monopoly?
1: Kind of, but yeah, it's it's kind of become common. To yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's why. So they think of it as like a commoner's game or something. But like
0: I'll peasant it up. Yeah,
1: it's kind of like people will um, badmouth uh, Cards Against Humanity, and it's like the thing is. The reason it's so popular is because it is a fun game and it's one of those ones that you, it's easy to just pick up and play.
0: It's accessible to a lot of people who don't know a lot about games either.
1: Yeah. And even we'll still play it now and then. Like we don't play it all the time. Yeah. It's not like it doesn't come out at every party for sure anymore. But um, every once in a while, it's just like, everyone's like, ah, I don't want to play something with a lot of rules. I just want to play something simple that we all know how to do and we don't have to explain and that's, we don't have to think too hard about Yeah. So there you and go. so that's and and ticket to rides kind of that way too. We all know the rules now. Mm-hmm. It's easy to just pull out and we like how they have different versions, and they add just a little something to each one. Yeah. So you can still, like, no matter what, you can still easily pick it up again, and then there's just, like, one new gameplay that makes it a little different. Yeah,
0: a, a different rule that's the route. Yeah. And so the one we got is the Paris in the Old Wild West one.
1: Yeah, which is their newest one, and I had actually... Big
0: map, by the way. Yeah, it's That thing it's unfolded huge. more than I thought it would.
1: Yeah, it, the map is huge, and it also goes up to six players, which, which normally... Is interesting. Normally, Ticket to Ride doesn't. It only goes up to five max usually Mm -hmm. um which is an odd number for a game to go up to usually it's even yeah
0: (laughs) yeah but um and they gave us of course another train set because they're assuming that you had one set with five trains yeah that
1: is important it isn't um you have to have another set of ticket to ride in in order to play it
0: this one yeah because this one only gave you one set of trains it's assuming that you have the american one or the the european one yeah i don't know if any other sets besides the world tour one Mm -hmm. you know the rails and sails that come with a full set. Um,
1: my uh Norwegian one does. It came with three. It comes with three, but it, it does come with trains. It mm-hmm. doesn't require you to have another ticket to ride to play it. Yeah,
0: but I will say I do like how all the different sets too have different theming for the cards. Yeah. Like the Norwegian one kind of almost has like a Christmas theme. It has like a Christmas theme, you know? yeah. And it's, so kinda, it's good to break out for them. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I had so I it was supposed to come out in November. It's and I had delayed, actually delayed, delayed, asked yeah. for it for Christmas, and my mom was going to buy it for me. And it, it got delayed, it got delayed, and she was like, it didn't come out. And it didn't come out until like February. And so I've been like really wanting to get it. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I saw that, I had to grab that one.
0: Yeah. And it's got some fun rules to it, you know? Um, like in the Paris one, the the routes that are normally colored ahead of time are colorless, and you can decide what color they're going to be.
1: Yeah, which makes the game a little different each time.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, the Old West one, all the routes are still colored, like how they normally would be. But there's a rule about taking ownership of cities. And if someone makes a route to a city that you own, like let's say I own Santa Fe. Mm -hmm, If mm -hmm. you, Lauren, build a route that goes into Santa Fe, that normally would give you four points because I own it, I get the four points. Because you're helping my city grow and prosper by connecting it to more diverse uh, train routes. Mm -hmm. Like you still help connect and complete your tickets, which will give you points, but I get those temporary like small little points there. So you really have to think about, do I want to get Greg points or do I want to go all the way around just to like spite him? (laughs) Uh, The other ones that we bought was, um, we bought another expansion for timeline because those are interchangeable, trying to figure out what point in history did certain events or inventions or people live or take place. Yeah, and
1: because we've had fun with the the version we have, but we've definitely like, especially you and I, see the same things come up over and over again. Um, strangely enough, I'm not always good at remembering the date, but I definitely have seen them. Um, but I'm actually getting ready to go on a trip with my parents and they really like Timeline. So I thought it'd be fun to buy another expansion to, for them to see. And you can mix and match. Yeah, exactly. Put it all in there. Yeah, and then um, Greg also bought a expansion for one of his games. For
0: Takedo. Takedo. I haven't had a chance to really open it up and, like, you know, as they say, kick the tires and everything for it. But, um, yeah, it adds some few new features, a couple new travelers, you know, to go Mm -hmm. on. That's the one where you're in feudal Japan going on a nice, like, vacation or pilgrimage from one city to another. Yeah. Visiting hot springs, paying respects at temples, buying souvenirs, stuff like that. Yeah,
1: it's a really nice, like, it's not super competitive and a lot of people it find it relaxing. It can be,
0: but at the same time, it's also relaxing because yeah, you just a lot tell of yourself, find it my character's on vacation. So all I'm really doing yeah. is competing to see who had the best vacation, <laughs> you know, and that whenever I'd explain that to people, they're like, oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah. And we've played it a lot. So I think the expansion will be a nice like mix up for it. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of, it kind of refreshes the game again. So we're like, oh, yeah. we want to play this now. Um, We bought some other stuff. What else did we... Oh, we did buy... um, We had recently, actually the day before, it was just you and I for our normal game night. And we had a copy of um, one of the Unlocked games, which we had not played, which are supposed to be kind of like escape rooms in a box, essentially. Yeah. They're kind of like an at-home escape room you can play. Mm. And... Um, we do plan to do a future episode on these kind of boxed escape rooms but um, this one we were actually you know we were kind of we liked it better than some of the other ones we've done
0: we've done two or three other ones and this is by far the one we found most enjoyable Yeah, at least to you know for our criteria of what we consider to be you know good puzzles mm-hmm. um, you know things that actually made sense I think The only problem we had was there's an app you have to download with it. And apparently, if your ringer is not on your phone, if your phone's on vibrate, the music for the app doesn't play. It doesn't play. And there was one clue that we had that you needed to be able to hear the music. So it's like, oh, well, how does it am like? Get your headphones. Maybe that'll work. Yeah,
1: yeah. We both, because it was, Greg was doing that on his phone and it wouldn't work. And we're like, well, maybe it's your phone. So I downloaded the app and it wouldn't work for me. And we're like, What? And then, thankfully, you had the idea, We'll try headphones, and then it worked. And then it, a couple of days later, I realized the ringer thing because I had another app do the same thing to me. I had no idea that they wouldn't play music if your ringer was...
0: <laughs> but definitely, I would recommend unlocking. We'll talk about it in a further episode and yeah, we'll create a detail but, and compare yeah. the actual pros and cons of each each uh, company
1: yeah there's various companies that do it now um but yeah so we bought another one of those to kind of try it out to see how we liked it the other thing we like about those is um they are you can package them up and give them to somebody yeah that was the good thing about this
0: other ones that we've done there's been parts we have to write on it oh you have to like rip things up or destroy or whatever this one there's no damaging no writing no nothing and there's not really a whole specific order you have to remember to put the things back in. Yeah, because it's of not the like fact, this has to yeah. go back into this envelope, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's none of that. It's literally just a deck of cards, and as long as you just find the one card that goes on top that has the explanation on it, you're set.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that was nice because we could pass it on to someone else, and it kind of—they're not very expensive. They're like fourteen dollars or something, something like that, yeah. which compared to other board games, not too bad. But um, so it's one of those things that like. It's nice to be like, oh, well, I got this pretty cheap, but now I can give it to my friends. To yeah, play. you can re gift it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's all we bought. Oh, well, and then, yeah, um, while we were, well, while we were playing, <laughs> first of all, um, we also were entered into a raffle. Yeah. Because that store that we were at, um was doing sort of a giveaway they had a bunch of uh, munchkin merchandise yeah. you know like different like game packs and all that yeah
1: and they were giving raffle tickets if you purchased stuff and just for coming and playing and
0: playing for an hour yeah, yeah. so we had a bunch of tickets that we had accrued up mm-hmm. because of all the purchases and all the hours that we played uh and so we entered that and we actually won something mm-hmm. and so i took it upon myself because it's like a 30 mile drive from where we are to the yeah. store. so it's not like we can go there every day yeah kind of thank goodness because otherwise i would be there every day we would have no money yeah yeah and well just you wouldn't see me yeah (laughs) unless you come to the store lord bring me pizza what (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah and i went down there and i didn't know what i was going to go get yeah we just i just knew that it was something so i went down there and um i took pictures with it which we posted on our social media just Mm -hmm. to show like what it was but uh yeah, I was like, you know what? I actually kind of already have these because one of them was an expansion I already had that I bought years yeah. ago. And the other one was uh, Munchkin Love Letter, which, yeah, I, it's kind of cool to have the Munchkin Love Letter, but, but I already we have, have a version have a of, Love of Love Letter, Love Letter yeah. that's based upon the show Archer. And I'm like, Love Letter is kind of Love Letter, you know? Yeah. It's just a different skin on it. So I didn't really see the point in having that. So I just kind of turned around and I said to Rachel, who was there, you know what? I want to donate these like give this as a prize to somebody whoever wins some kind of a Uh terminal she goes well that's nice so yeah so i donated that but then i immediately turned around and i bought something (laughs) something, yeah well i didn't want to drive 30 miles one way 60 miles round trip to for nothing yeah
1: well so we had had our eyes on this game but it's a rather expensive game Mm -hmm. so we weren't really sure if we wanted to take the plunge or not and we were kind of, there's a very there's two very similar games. Yeah. And we knew we couldn't really afford to buy both of them. So we weren't sure which one of the two we mm-hmm. wanted.
0: And uh, the one we've been looking at was called Mice and Mystics originally. Yeah. Which is kind of like D&D, but like simplified. It has like little mice figurines. Yeah, and which like are boards, very cute. You know? But like then this other one came out called Stuffed Fable by the same guy who made the Mice and Mystics. Except this one is stuffed like teddy bears and elephants and Mm -hmm. pigs. Like, you know, little little animals, stuffed animals, protecting a little girl as she's sleeping. Yeah. You know, so she's having all these nightmares.
1: Yeah, from all the nightmares and monsters under the bed. And all that
0: stuff, yeah. So I was like, that's super cute. Mm -hmm. And the thing Mm -hmm. actually presents itself as like a storybook. And
1: it has adorable little figurines.
0: Yeah. And so they actually had a demo version that we could check out. So yeah. we were, So in between uh, the day at some point, we were able to take a look at it and like really look at all the yeah. pieces and everything.
1: It's, it's a very involved game. So we knew we weren't going to start playing
0: it. I was looking at the rule book like this is great, but I don't have the mental focus right now to be mm-hmm. able to learn all this. Yeah. You don't want to sit here and watch me Read this. That's actually something we talked about in a previous episode, mm-hmm. where know your game like well before you decide you want to try to play. Yeah. Because no one wants to sit in there and watch you read a book, so yeah. that you can figure out how to tell them how to play.
1: Yeah, and that it's one of those games. I mean, it is. It's kind of an RPG in a way. So yeah. it's one of those games that you have to have like a dedicated gameplay time for it. It's not one of those ones that you
0: casually play. No, it's like ninety minutes minimum to play.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So
0: um, I will say this. Uh, they do say that it's kind of meant to be played with little kids. And a lot of people online are saying like, I don't know how fun it would be for like a group of adults to play. Mm-hmm. I still think it's an interesting theme and work. And, yeah. it's, and even if it's not the funnest game I've ever played, I was still happy to try to get it because it's so unique.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it
0: stands out.
1: Yeah, it's super cute. And I think the novelty of the idea that you're these little st- little toys um, protecting the little girl. Mm-hmm. I think, like, that's that's fun, you know? And so I think even adults would find that Also,
0: fun. Lauren super wanted to paint the figures. I do,
1: yeah. And I, I have decided she to... She was even
0: looking at them and I'm like, wow, that would be easy to do compared to the other stuff that I do. Yeah,
1: it's not as small and detailed as some of the stuff I have to do. But, yeah, we'll definitely be... Um, when I start painting them, I'm going to post, like updates
0: on our social media so you can
1: follow oh, cool. follow it through as i'm painting them
0: uh but so long story short too late um <laughs> i i was there and i asked uh, rachel the owner like hey do you guys have any more of these because i don't see it on the shelf yeah and, like she goes no but let me see if i can order it for you and mm-hmm. i'll even give you the discounted price of 15 percent off that we had on saturday i'm like that's awesome thank you very much and she looked online on her computer and she's like it's out of print. Uh, they do not make this anymore. Wow. And and I just said to her without missing a beat or even any hesitation, I said, I'll buy that one. <laughs> and then she's like, are you sure? Like, I'm like, yeah. Because I looked at it the other day and I even looked at it that day when mm-hmm. I was in the store. And like, it looks in great condition. It doesn't look like anyone threw up in the box or anything. You yeah, know? all the pieces and are there. And all the pieces were there. I even took it out again and double counted uh-huh. like meticulously for half an hour. Like 16 heart tokens. Got it. Check. Yeah. You know, like... Everything was there. Everything looked in great shape. And I said, as long as you're willing to part with it, I will buy it. Yeah. And she said, okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, like we said, it's not one that you casually play. So I feel like probably the people who have, they probably opened it and looked at it, but not actually played well, it she, probably.
0: I remember seeing her post about it on Facebook for the uh-huh. group there. And she said, yeah, like the night that they were going to demo it. And she said, yeah, people kind of cool to play it. But then they immediately went back to playing like Warhammer 40K. Yeah. Or whatever else they normally play. Yeah. Well,
1: they also have a really big, uh, really strong Magic the Gathering group that goes there. Yeah. So it wasn't something that caught
0: that particular crowd's interest. Which I understand. Like, it's not everybody's, Mm -hmm. like, you know, favorite. But I was, I'm. I was willing to dedicate myself yeah. to it right there. So I said, yes, I will buy that.
1: Yeah. So we ended up with a couple of days later, another purchase. <laughs>
0: but, so, you know, I'm, and so I, I was texting Lauren saying, bad news, annoying news, and good news. Yeah. Bad news is they don't sell Stuff Fable anymore. Annoying news, I have a new project for you that's going to take a lot of your time. <laughs> good news is you have to paint figurines for Stuff Fable because yeah. they bought it. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, we'll definitely post updates so you can see the progress of the painting the figurines. Yeah. Because we're not going to play it till they're all nice and cute.
0: No. And also, we have another game that we're going through right now of Pandemic Legacy. Yes. That is also its own story. And I think as much as we can, like, start and stop a game that's, like, a kind of a story thing, I only want to play one story kind of game at a time. Yeah. Let's get through that first. Yeah. And then we can see. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That one, we've... People might be like, why is it taking you guys so long to play this? It's taking us long to play this because our game night is not always the same people. We have like a core group of four, but then other people come in and out. And with Pandemic, you have to play with kind of the group that you start with.
0: Well, with at least with Legacy. Yeah, with it's, Legacy. It's strictly a four-player limit. And we we felt it not fair to others to... Be left out as the story progresses yeah. that have been with it the entire time, and it'd be too difficult to have people dropping in and try to explain them, try yeah. to like catch them up, you know. It's... And it, and it
1: wouldn't be fair for us to play without somebody too. Yeah. So that's why we just we we only play it if just the four core of us are there. Yeah. And so that's why it's been taking us a long time to get through it.
0: But we'll get there. Yeah. I think we're about. Because it it plays in months. Mm -hmm. I think we're through June, maybe July now. Yeah. Like, we got our butts handed to us pretty hard in the summer. We
1: did. Well, we started out... It was a rough summer for us. Yeah, we started out really strong, and then we started really... And then,
0: I I don't want to give any spoilers, but things turned really south really fast. Yeah. And when I say south, I almost mean it literally for us. Like, (laughs) South America and Africa are pretty much wastelands now for what's going on in our game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know, it's really bad, but I'm looking forward to playing the next one to yeah. see like what other surprises we get. Mhm.
1: So, I think all in all, it was a very successful International Tabletop Day. And I don't know if we'll go to the same place next year, but it's kind of becoming a tradition now. So, it'll be hard to stop going there. I next. mean,
0: if we don't, you know,
1: <laughs> where else
0: would we get such fabulous uh, discounts? Yeah. It?
1: And, well, what's amazing, too, is like one of the reasons. Well, last year we stayed way later than we planned to stay. Yeah. We were literally just going to go check it out to last year.
0: Just like, oh, we'll stop by half an hour, then we'll go back. Yeah, because we had
1: never been there. Catch so a movie. We didn't know. Yeah, so, and we ended up staying like late into the night last time. So this time we're like, we're not gonna let that happen again. We're gonna like leave <laughs> it at, a, at a reasonable time. And we did get suckered in longer. But one of the reasons too is I, I said, like, because we actually got an, an invite to go somewhere else too. We did. And so I said, well, we're, we're definitely going here. But I said, it'll depend. Like, maybe not a lot of people come this year. Or maybe no one wants to play a game with mm. us. Or, you know, maybe everyone comes in groups. Maybe and... you forgot
0: to shower that day, Greg. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I, I I'm I, I'm hijacked on now. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, you know, so it's like, you don't know what the crowd's going to be like. So I didn't know if it was going to be as easy to find people to play with us this year. Yeah. And we had no trouble at all. So, Nope. <laughs> Another good year in the books.
0: Aren't you glad you have outgoing me to True. be like, sit yes. down and play with us. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> yes, Greg is more outgoing. <laughs>
0: hey, you, you're not doing anything with your hands or your eyeballs. Come over here. Roll these dice, put yeah. this in your hand, and just like, yeah, move this well, piece like that. It
1: definitely helps because I think they get they get a regular crowd. And we 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 don't get to like we you said we don't get to go there as often as we like because yeah. we it is a little bit far for us, um, not even just in distance it's just it's a where it is is just traffic wise far for us, mm-hmm. um, but we have a couple games that they don't sell there, so it always catches people's attention. Yeah.
0: So definitely a fun time. Yes, so for sure. That was our tabletop day. Yes. You know, we're always willing to hear your guys' stories. Anyone out there had any interesting experiences? Yeah. Maybe a new game that you found that you never heard before? Mm-hmm, Did you make mm-hmm. any fantastic purchases? Maybe you made a new friend. Maybe you met your new love. Who knows? <laughs> love through tabletop days. Yeah, really. you know? <laughs> so in the future, your little wedding cake's not going to have the Brian Groom. It's going to be little meeples.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Greg's getting ideas. Oh my goodness. Can you can you imagine? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, come on. You can do that. And it looks like uh like you can get a castle like a tower kind of shape from some other game, you know, mm. I'm sure I can base it on that. That's what fantastic. if the
1: entire wedding cake is a dice tower? Like you can actually put dice in it. And... No, here's what you do. It's <laughs> yes, it's that, right?
0: And what you do is you have a blue dice and a pink dice for the or a black and white dice for uh-huh. a bride and groom, and you roll them. It actually functions like a dice tower to roll it down, and the dice say your fates, <laughs> like you know, like um, like uh, you know, what's coming up next in your yeah. life, you know. So like for the guys, it could say like midlife crisis, buy a new car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> for the woman, it can say like. Are you sure about this? Like gosh. Gonna...
1: Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and it's
0: just like it's all like joke like almost like um horrible uh magic eight ball answers. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like will this work out? All signs point to question mark, And you just roll and everyone laughs and then you smash my face down in the cake. Because you wouldn't do the whole slice thing. You'd just be like, take the back of my head, and just shove it in. Push
1: you into the whole table. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh,
0: stage a fight right there. <laughs> right? Just like a knockdown, drag out, like literally knockdown, drag out fight. Well,
1: we already know what our vows are going to be.
0: You're good enough until you're dead or I find someone better. Yeah,
1: exactly. From Starship Tro- Star Troopers. You want to try
0: that one one more time?
1: <laughs> From Starship Troopers. There you go. <laughs> the one with all the bugs, right? Yeah, the one with all the bugs. <laughs>
0: All right, I think that just about wraps us up for today. Yes. Uh, Hope you guys have a good one. We will see you guys again
1: on the the,
0: uh, first uh, Friday of next month. Yes. Goodbye. That's my line. (laughs) How, How dare you. How dare. Bye.